Hello and welcome back to our other special episode of Pro Tri News. Um, this is going to be the Long Force Awards, selected by your four favorite people. Pat Lemieux joining us from Boulder, Colorado. Hey guys, still no house. Chelsea Fancy. Burns joining us from Seattle, Washington. Big snow day. Are you going to go outside and make a snowman? Yes. yes. And Mark Matthews joining us from his parents' attic, maybe? Yeah, close. Kat's here for the holidays as well. She's downstairs. I won't lie, I had a warm-up in the pub with my parents earlier, which, if you've met my parents, is sizable. So, yeah, Christmas is full of swing in this household. And notice Kyle said four favorite people because the next person is himself. And he didn't even include me, the famous Talbot Cox, in the four favorite people because I'm not everyone's favorite. The famous Talbot Cox. <laughs> well, world-renowned famous. You're doing your own intros now. That's just That's it's, tragic, it's isn't it? It's yeah. rough. I mean, I'm struggling to stay alive in the sport, but it's all right. Self-proclaimed famous. We've got a big show in front of us. We've all made our it. lists. I gotta, I gotta actually give Talbot some credit where it's due. He, you know, he gave us all the topics that we had to fill out today, and I, I've, I've got to say, Talbot, I think this is quite organized. I would say you didn't leave. You, we're not missing anything. So I think we've got a great show and some great banter planned. Before we get started, Chelsea has some World Triathlon news to discuss with us from some information she received from our podcast last week about short course racing. Okay, thank you. This will be quick because I know you want to chat about Talbot's list, but we (laughs) talked about two or three topics last week, kind of at the end, that we were kind of ill-informed on, and I have since been brought up to speed by a more smart human who kind of clarified, uh, we mentioned the Russia sanctions, which had we were kind of confused about. Mark was the only one who kind of knew what was going on. But uh, just to kind of let people know, the World Triathlon gave Russia a sanction, which was apparently a lot of bullshit because sanctions were put in place for things that didn't really matter, like Russia not being able to host races, um, and they don't host races anyways. So what the Athletes Committee at World Triathlon is doing is putting together an open letter to World Triathlon and they are looking for support from other organizations like PTO, Ironman, Clash, uh, athlete reps, which obviously they don't all have athlete reps, but I guess just to bring more exposure and attention to the fact that Russia isn't really being penalized all that much for um, things. And we, like we mentioned that the woman in charge is like related to some i don't know mark had said that and the defense minister of russia right defense minister but apparently they're also just there's a lot going on like there are coaches coaching junior development um and those coaches were former athletes who actually were caught for doping so i guess just that dig a little deeper when you see things like a sanction being put in place doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot so hopefully world triathlon or ironman brings more attention to this because it is, I guess, an issue. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about this for too long, but I, I want to just give, you know, some ideas of a way to move forward. And I think this is a problem that cycling has dealt with for many, many years where they try and go back super deep and they say, Oh, you know, 
Ricky, who was, you know, taking drugs in the nineties is now a director for this team. Like, what should we do here? And I think, unfortunately, a long time ago, when cycling started cracking down on, on drug use, they needed to draw a line in the sand. And they just said like, yesterday is yesterday, but moving forward, we we are going to be incredibly strict about this. And if you're caught doing anything forward facing, you know, lifetime ban, no coaching, no nothing versus this kind of like, where they're like one foot in one foot out and you've got these cases, Chelsea, that you brought up with coaching. Like I just, this is where it becomes a gray area. Unfortunately. Um, I think they just need to say like, okay, today's the day. And if you, if you're going to be punished to the, to our fullest extent that we create moving forward. And I think that's the stance that should be taken. For sure. Um, 100%. The biggest thing Chelsea told me this week, USA Anti-Doping Agency is doing a great job in cracking down on testing. However, Chelsea was actually the most tested athlete last year. Well, let me clarify. I'm dodgy. Uh, No, listen, listen, listen. So just context, Chelsea hasn't raced a world triathlon race since March of 2020. So probably should eventually soon, hopefully be falling out of the testing pool. I'm not yet, but one of the Olympians from Tokyo, USA athletes, after I told her I got yet another out of competition test this week, went on the USADA database where you can actually see how often everyone is tested. And she informed me that I had received more USADA out of competition tests than every US athlete that went to Tokyo in 2021. So USADA is using resources really well. They're really hitting Chelsea Burns really hard here. But um, yeah. The last athlete I heard from the US talk about themselves in the third person that much was probably Maurice Green. So I think they're on to a winner there, Chelsea, honestly, because yeah. Maurice didn't prove to be that clean as it turned out. And Chelsea Burns, talking about Chelsea Burns in the third well, person, mate. <laughs> it's a little hard. We're usually not talking about ourselves. I love um, it. So I wasn't exactly sure how to proceed on this, but hopefully you all understood. I love it. It's great. It's, it's, it, do uh, Chelsea, I'm sorry. Do you, so that's true. Like you were the most tested female. According to the database. Well, yeah, but the database has. is correct. That's yeah. yeah. It must this be is, correct. I'm, this just makes me furious. Um, there's the amount of money that's, and, and I'm, I'm not talking poorly of you, Chelsea, but I don't think that you should be, they should be spending money on if you haven't been racing, that it's a failure of the finances of USADA who's privately funded um, to be testing you. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. Yeah, I had a and, test and last week and I had two and a half. and Chelsea. I had sorry. How many times did you race last year? In 2021 or 2020? Yeah. Zero in 2021 and once in 2020. <laughs> yeah, this is appall this is appalling to me. Um, you know, and the the this this is the kind of stuff that really needs to get fixed to use um to use that budget better because their 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 budget to test clean athletes is is quite small. And it needs to be used far more effectively than what I'm hearing about right now. So this is incredibly disappointing. And good news. I got an email last week that I will still be included in the world triathlon testing pool yes. for the first this quarter is... of 2022. No, the. It's pull yourself. Um, yeah, we, we've got a massive show in front of us, but we could, I could dedicate an hour to how this needs to be fixed. So okay. personal well, yeah, my, my blood pressure is through the roof right now. So I, I, I'm going to do some push ups to try and alleviate this. Okay, really quickly, uh, one more point. Sorry, Kyle. Can I go on to this next, next yep, one? Yep. So we talked a bit about the arena games last week, and Kyle mentioned them, and Mark and I kind of laughed him off. So I do want to 
offer Kyle an apology because the arena games actually is a little bit bigger of a deal than we originally thought. So my source has informed me that the arena games will, will be a fully sanctioned world triathlon event next year with a world championship. Um, it's potentially a super league plea to save themselves financially, but apparently another reason for this is that the IOC is pushing for more hybrid events. And because world triathlon wants a third medal event in the Olympics, they're potentially interested in this virtual esports live future version of a race. Um, I guess one problem with this is that Zwift is obviously very heavily weight-based. So I know that uh, Blumenfeld, for example, has spoken out that his watts per kilo would definitely not be anything like someone like Alex Yi. So he would be at a pretty dis- pretty big disadvantage. Um, so I don't know. There's obviously more issues to this, but uh, yeah, Arena Games will be having a world championship that and qualification will ha- be based on rankings in world triathlon, not just an invitation as super league has almost always existed. So interesting. Yeah. Did they say how many races there will be? I didn't catch all any of that info. Um, more I research required. This, just, this just to add, at, go back to the drug testing stuff real quick. I think Usain Bolt was the one that uh, two years after he had retired was still, uh, getting drug tested and, and he wasn't filling out his whereabouts. Cause he's like, I've, re- I've been retired for two years now. And they were handing him sanctions saying, since you're not filling out your whereabouts and you weren't at this location, when we came to drug test you, you could get in trouble. And then I think he made a bit really big issue saying like I've retired. So to be quit. fair, you can go through a process where you officially yeah, you retire. Can, you can Masada, opt out. Yeah. And I could be doing that. Um, it is a little binding, I think. And that, if I did go through the process of that, if I did want to race again, it is a bit more of a process, which is why I haven't done it. So Usain Bolt maybe didn't officially retire with USADA, which is an option. And that would lead to you not needing to file your whereabouts every day. So we got a big show. Let's let's we, we spent right. this much on the front end. I mean, holy smokes. All We're right. 10 minutes in so already. So basically, I filled out this long list. Everyone has their own ideas, but we'll uh, try to agree on one of them at the end the, on each category, and then we will post them all <laughs> on our Instagram. So there's if we a get couple, too big of a fight. There's yeah, there's a, a couple that there's a couple that just aren't aren't gonna pass here. So let's 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 yeah. just go uh, around the circle and maybe we'll kind of go same order. So Male tri- male long course triathlete of the year Talbot. Who do you have? I I would have to go. Um, I'm going to go with if it's just long course. I'm going to go with Gustav. He changed his. Well, I, I changed it because if it's it's Blumenfeld hands down with the debut and an Olympic medal. But if you're not going to add the Olympic medal. I mean, Gustav had an incredible debut in Ironman and a 70.3 world world title. I don't know how you could do better. It's amazing we're in a sport, isn't it, where you can race twice in a year and be the best in that sport. I I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I honestly believe there's an argument for Lionel. Only because, and I'm, I'm, please show listeners, know that I'm the one without the Lionel bias here. (laughs) That at least he's been exciting like eight times this year. He raced Yan. He chose to do that. He raced Collins Cup. He won his race there. He won St. George. He's done this. He's done that. He's raced Ironman all year. Like, 
Like he's raced what five full distance races this year? In five months. In five months. I, I'm not saying he's the best. So male triathlete, long course of the year doesn't necessarily mean the one that's the best. It just means the one that is that's excited us most all year. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it really embarrasses me to say it, but I actually think Lionel <laughs> wins that, not Gustav. Like, yes, Gustav's the best, probably, you know, incredible. Won the 70.3 Worlds that day, be amazing. But that's two. I bore off, mate. Lionel's done mm-hmm. about 10 races this year. So I'm going Lionel. I'm just shocked because if you haven't listened to the podcast all year, Mark's been busting our balls every episode because it sometimes would turn into the Lionel Sanders show. It's called accountability, (laughs) lads. I tried to bring it to the show. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) All right, Pat, who you got? Look, um, I'm going to go counterpoint uh, to what what Mark said. I'm going to pick Gustav. And the reason is, is if you you show up and race twice, but you win both of them, what can you say? Uh, I mean, Gustav was fantastic. I think, I think here's the reality. When Gustav shows up on the line, he's the most feared male athlete in the field. I can agree. Done. I can agree with that. Long in a long course race. hundred percent. Yeah. That's the, Kyle, most, he's, he's the most feared. Uh, I had Gustav eaten. So I'll, I'll stick with my my pick of Gustav Eden because if you take into account his Ironman Florida performance, if the swim is not what it was, that is the Ironman world record. Right. I do agree. Yeah. I think that was yeah. a better performance than Christian's Cozumel performance. I think yeah. one had to add 10 minutes to the swim, one should detract it, and suddenly – Gustav's performance was better over the Ironman distance than Christian's. I agree. Yeah. Chelsea? Um, Do you have any input? I like Gustav the most. Is that, is it who we like the most? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Chelsea, honestly, that's great. Who are you most in love with? Gustav. There we go. (laughs) See? All right. Gustav. I I do want to say one thing that Mark said. I thought some people on Slow Twitch were all right in the course. And uh, they said that Lionel is always ducking, and I'm sitting right here scratching my head like, "No, that's ducking. Cool. That's bad. how 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 that does someone who goes no, head to no. head with Jan, who he's he's no. raced all the best guys in the world except you, except yeah. one guy, Christian is there, is, Blumenthal is, this year. Is there is there a way you can flag that thread to have it deleted? No, 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 don't do that because that's what slow twitch is for. It's for absolute nonsense spouting. The only race you could say he ducked was the 70.3 worlds, but that's as close as you could pretend to say that Lionel ducked. All right, so I think we are as a collective giving it to Gustav Eden. That seems fair. You've all gone there. Yep, I do agree. I don't know if we can spend this much time on every category. Yeah, we won't. These are the big two. These are the big two. Okay, okay. Chelsea, we're just going to go where it goes, okay? If okay. We got, if we have two hours, we're going to, you know, we're going to spend it well. You're right. Chelsea, just, we'll just skip over the female one now. We'll just, we'll <laughs> this is all about the men. <laughs> female athlete of the year, Chelsea. Start us off. Who do you got? Well, you wrote Duffy. Well, I tried to include short course in here, but <laughs> I wasn't invited to last week's podcast because uh, uh, I don't even right. know where I was at. Christmas stuff, maybe? Maybe. Kyle, who do you have? Um, I have Lucy Charles Barclay because she won 70.3 World Championship, uh, had a phenomenal performance there, also had phenomenal performance at um, the Collins Cup. 
or her and... only two long distance races of the year. Yep. Two for two. So one was against two other people in a bizarre, <laughs> never seen before relay performance thing, relay team performance thing. And the other one was the 70.3 watts. And she won by five minutes. That she won by nine. She won by a long way. It was a very good performance, but that was one race. I think she won. Uh, and she European wasn't even champs. the fastest. Was she the fastest Collins Cup athlete? European 70.3 champs no. as well. She okay, three. so Mark, who's yours then? I spent His a wife. long time on this. No, absolutely not. But I think it's hard because I think the long distance women's one is really interesting because actually you look at Anne Haug, she just won Roth. You know, and then she raced nobody fields at all, at all all year. Laura Phillip, she's raced nobody, but she's won two great Ironman races. Stellar performances, but she has dodged big fields, same as Anne Hauk has. Absolutely factually correct. Actually, Daniel Rive, she's not been herself this year, but she's put down two incredible Ironman wins. And then there are athletes that have raced all year against any field coming to them. I don't, I can't pick a female long distance athlete of the year, which actually I think bodes really well for female long distance sport. You look at the men next year, like Christian or Gustav win those two races, pretty much guaranteed. The women's, you look at who could win the Ironman world champ in the women's next year. There's probably five athletes, maybe six. I really struggle with the women. For me, I think the best single, and we're going on to performances of the year, I know, but I think Anne Haug's Roth for me, was the best single performance of the year. I think consistency, though she's raced no one, Laura Phillip probably wins it. I, I've i got no one, guys. I'm sorry. I've got no one, but I think it's just because it's way more exciting. I've got... Uh, you guys are going to kill me. I've got Nicholas Spearig. I love it. And I, and I think the reality is, is look, like, I, I want to see her at the bigger at the bigger races, but the reality is, is every 70.3 she shows up to, they've got decent fields. They're not amazing, but she's showing up on a road bike with arrow bars and just detonating everybody. Uh, so she's on I, baseball. I, I just I don't see a better, you know. I, I just I was kind of it came to me late, but it just makes all the sense in the world. I, I can't honestly, mate. Like we, we sit here and we want to like big these people up. They've got these huge profiles and they go for these massive races, but She's deadly. Like, I, I, if I had to, you know, me and Kat, how how lifestyle ahead is ahead of us. If Kat can beat this one athlete on this one day, I'd almost rather she raced anyone than Nicholas Berg. Yeah, she's deadly. Mine, mine, mine goes in line with uh, going to be in the next award as well, uh, the best performance. But I think if you show up to a world championship, Lucy Charles Barclay has been bridesmaid forever. And I think that she has proven with a margin of eight minutes and 18 seconds at 70.3 worlds against all the best in the world. Nicola wants to win it. She has to race her. I just, I got to hand it over to Lucy this time. I would never give this to award to her at any other time, but I think right now, hands down with Lucy's change of coaches to Dan Lorraine, she is the best female long course athlete in the world right now. And I can't wait to watch her race Laura Phillip and Daniela Reef when Daniela and Anna Hug and all that next year. But I would say the this year. I disagree with you there is don't dish the credit towards her coach. Just give it to her. If you oh, if you if you're happy if you're happy that one performance is enough, and I, I'm not knocking that that performance was like nothing we've ever seen in World Triathlon. So if one performance is enough for you, Talbot, 
then just give her that because that was absolutely yeah, that was the best. Yep. Yep. Did we Kyle? go through everybody? Okay. I said Lucy. Chelsea? Yeah. Um, Taylor Nib. Ooh. All right, we'll go, we'll go with we'll go with Lucy for the winner. I would say uh-huh. this though. <laughs> if if Chelsea did do a 70.3 this year and she's still getting drug tests, I would have picked you, Chelsea. <laughs> Every time wait. Oh, yes. stop yeah, it. yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, I think this the next one is going to be debated because we didn't we didn't segment this up between male performance of the year, or female performance of the year. We said performance of the year, so uh, we we won't spend too much too much time on it. But Mark, hit it. It's Lacey yeah, Charles at the seventy point three was. Oh yeah, it was a disgusting win. It was genuinely yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the fastest swim, fastest bike, fastest <laughs> run. She won by eight minutes and eighteen seconds. Was it? Yeah. that's what i have yeah, yeah. eight so, minutes 18 i'm gonna so, give it to her as well can i give an honorable mention because i think mine yeah, is, is lucy's as well um patrick lang iron man tulsa absolutely because that was straight off the bat wasn't it it was like ta- yeah and it, covid settled that's right. everyone's gearing for one race the whole triathlon eyes of the world were on that one race talbot you were there in town we all focused on that i'm really glad you said it yeah, but, but I but I will give the award to Lu- I will give the award to Lucy. But I do I do want to make mention that um, I, Patrick, uh, you that was a that was a performance that thinking about the year collectively. Because um, there like were that a lot of big honor, names. That was an honor. That was an honorable. Moment. Yeah, just I felt like there was a lot of, um, you know, the courses with the humidity. It was similar to what we were anticipating to see in Kona, and he threw down a great run and just looked well within himself. So. Um, enough time on that, but yeah, Lucy, uh, gotta give it to her on that one. I'm really glad you said that. I thought it was, it was I thought it was my highlight race watching it of the year, but Lucy's was the was the one, wasn't it? Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, I'll agree. Patrick Lang or Lucy? Lucy. All right, all right. Best race coverage. We will start with Chelsea on this one because Chelsea I'm pretty sure. Them all. No, no, yep. she got up at like 2 a.m. just to watch the Collins Cup, I believe. Yep. I watched every long course race this year. Uh, no, but I felt like I had to give the nod to Talbot's Instagram live on Lionel's account at Indian Wells. Really felt like I was there. UK. Are you joking? No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. Uh, you, you missed Mark in action at, at Mark at, at was it Lanzarote? Or well, no, no, I, no, I no, 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 no. It was it was it was the race in the rain. Oh. Uh, I actually think my most popular one was on Patrick Lang's account in Gran Canaria, where I insulted oh. Gian and he called me out for it in person. That was oh. an awkward moment. But oh, no, right. no and, fine. And Give Sam it to Long Talbot. Chelsea, pool, right? to me. Sam Long oh yeah. yeah, yeah. When when the, an old lady swam past, and I put it up as Sam Long coming into T one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I also like well. all of Talbot's videos of Aquabear, but that's yeah. not race coverage. Um, no, ah. guys. I think I think there's a pretty easy one here, and that was um, North. No, North American champs, uh, seventy point three. Seventy point three. North American I, champs. No, I just felt like that was the race coverage where we saw the most lead changes in a. Yeah, but that's um, not race coverage. We're, we're talking Patrick, about Patrick, it Patrick, the We're talking now. about media. That that would be in field of the year uh, lower later on, but race cup. We're talking about media coverage on motorcycles and cameras. To and me, stuff. it's Daytona this year. Flash yeah. Daytona. Then it's, then it's Clash. Flash yeah, Daytona. Okay. 
Kind of Clash Daytona. I had Clash Daytona down, and then I changed it to Collins Cup. But I, I think I could, Collins I could Cup give know it where they it. went wrong. Yeah, I could give it to Clash Daytona for sure. I'll, I'll give it to Clash Daytona, and, and and I just want to say the reason why I'm not giving it to well, it's hard to not give it to the Collins Cup because I feel like they had the best media, uh, but I think that it's their first year. But the only thing that actually I'm going to take away Clash, I'm going to give it to Collins Cup. The only thing that I struggle with on giving it to Clash or Super League is I'm sorry, but when you're on a loop circuit, it just makes it to where triathlon is so much easier to cover. And with all the cables and the cable cars, cams and all that they did at Collins Cup, they have room for improvement. So I'm going to give it to them. But I think a lot of people are like, Super League is the best. And why can't everyone do coverage like Super League? And no. it's like, guys, it's not on a closed, literally two miles loop. The, the, re- the reality is, and we're going to talk about this in a few weeks, um, when you have three people racing each other, it, it's never going to be exciting. So the coverage, the coverage was amazing because they can put the most of the stuff on there. But – they they need to if they're actually going to keep doing this Collins Cup format, they need to think about who's going to be the producer in the box. So we're not stuck seeing some boring person riding for twenty minutes on a time like we were this last time. So hey, I hold. think I think I think what needs to happen. And look, I can I could say that I'm wrong about a bunch of PTO stuff. So I would love to see the Collins Cup prove me wrong. But the reality is is that we're putting thirty six of the best people on a field to play together and then they're doing three person time trials. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm never going to get fired up about that. Hold my beer. And I bet you a million dollars that every single one of us will pick the PTO majors for the next year. But okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But I mean, if they have, if they have the largest amount to spend on it, they, the coverage should be the best. Let's also be clear about that. Yeah. Let's uh, talk to Sam Renew about this because that money's got to come from somewhere at some point, you know, yeah yeah all right Who, what do we pick uh clash daytona clash yeah. i think i think more yeah, of us clash. say clash i loved yeah. it yeah especially just... the rubbing out of the penalty on the timing board <laughs> yeah. when she picked up her number i thought that was nail biting shit i i just and i go back to what we said a couple of weeks ago i see that as the that the potential future of triathlon there's the safety component there's the coverage component there's uh the stadium component i i'm, I'm really bullish on that part of triathlon getting a little bit bigger Okay. All right. Most improved athlete. Oh, these are easy. Lead us off, Pat. Slinal. Most improved from from the last two years. The guy walked five Ironmans in a row and then he finished three of them. No problem. I mean, this is undisputed. Ah, for, this is undisputed. I know it's an hour and a half of my Ironman people, right? <laughs> Just because I was shit and I'm a little bit less shit now doesn't make me the most improved. Come on, mate. Um, no, I think he's. I, I think he's. I think he's the most improved. Hundred percent. Magnus Detlef. It's Magnus Detlef. Uh, the answer is Magnus Detlef. If we go yeah. long distance alone, so we'd let's get rid of Taylor Nev. It's Magnus Detlef. You guys didn't know his name. And by the way, I don't even want to. I don't want to put Magnus Detlef for my my most improved athlete of the year. Leon Chevalier. Man, that's a name that I was looking at too. Yeah. Have any no. of you heard of him before last year? Uh, ever? No. And he beat Cam Worth. He rode with Cam Worth for 112 miles and then smoked him on the run and he won Ironman Yorker. I can Have agree you with you. Ever Magnus, heard of him? 
I yeah, have... Magnus, you'll get on board because he's a big name. But Leon's yeah. the you know, Leon's the correct answer for the for the actual points. By the way, on this exam, so you don't actually think. Okay, here's here's my. I just want to argue with you on this one for a second. So if we're actually just going back to 2019, Lionel hasn't finished an Ironman without walking, and now he does four Ironmans under 750 in one year. That doesn't earn him most improved. I mean, it it, it does, but in in 2019, Leon. Chevalier was in sick form, <laughs> i.e., he was finishing high school. Okay, all right. Uh, this all year right, he right. he held Cam Worth on the bike. Okay. Magnus Ditlev in 2019, you know, was debating whether to be a pro cyclist <sighs> or not, and he's destroying this stuff. Lionel's amazing. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Also, Pat, yeah. you gotta take into account this is long course, not just Ironman. So Lionel's always been good at 70.3. Chelsea, you were going to say something. I, I'm, more, okay. I'm, I'm more in here with yeah. Chelsea has to say. Come on. I, I'll, I like Leon. I know him. There That's you go. Me. I, I, I did a 100-mile ride with him in 2019 on New Year's Eve. All right. Hey. It's the anniversary today. Um, so are we, are, we, are, we doing, are we doing Leon? Uh, Leon yeah, but I, I want to say mine. Uh, I, oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, have, I have Sam Laidlow on there. I thought that he was another athlete that um, has – was a complete nobody. In fact, we got an email of Pro Tri News uh, about a year ago, and I laughed and I said, "Who the is Sam Laidlow?" And he has proven that he is one heck of an athlete. So, but we'll go with Leon. Yeah, Leon or Magnus, I can't decide. Mark, I'm going to leave it up to you. It's I had Dennis Chabro on. I, I, I'm actually. I, I would rather say Leon. He's close to us. He's a good friend. But what Magnus did to Christian Blumenfeld in Daytona was yeah. pretty disgusting. So I'm going to okay. go Magnus Ditlev for most improved. I want to yeah. say one, I want to give an honorable mention like Pat did earlier and Mark can't say anything. Uh, I never even knew who Cat Matthews was until Daytona 2020. Um, please excuse me, Mark, but she has proven that she is one of the best long course athletes in the world as well. I mean, really come from, the complete back to just really, she's, she's, I mean, whatever to the Tulsa performance, she had the five minute penalty and she finished less than five minutes behind Danielle Reef. But I think that uh, that's, and that's another athlete that you have seen jumped leap years since pre COVID. I can't Great. say anything. So someone else say something. I yeah. agree. I, I think that's a very Mark's valid actually point. crying right now. He's so <laughs> proud of his wife. <laughs> I'm very proud. I mean, her trajectory is it's looking promising for my early retirement. So I hope Talbot <laughs> proves to be right. So I'll change my from uh, Sam Laidlow to uh, Cat Matthews. Well, there's a female bird. So you can oh. cat. No, no, oh, I think, I think, no, no, I think we, we said most improved overall, didn't we? Yeah, I'd I say most improved overall. There you go. My vote right. goes to Magnus edging Cat out personally, but not by a lot. <laughs> so Magnus. So Magnus won it? Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Comeback athlete. I'll leave this one off um, just because she's a good friend of mine. Ellie Salthouse coming back from being plagued by injuries the last two years and winning five long course races this year. It's a good shout. She's been very impressive. Yeah. She has. It's not my shout. I'm going to go with Jackie Herring. Okay. Because Jackie Herring, which most people don't know, look up how many full distance races Jackie Herring did before having children. 
she's done something like 25, 30 Ironman races full. And that was her career. And then she had kids and she came back to 70.3. And now she lines up after this year, like Jackie Heron could be anyone. Yeah, but the only thing I argue on that is, is she was never at the top. She was never winning any of those races and then went away. Ellie was winning 70.3s, injured, vanished from the face of the planet with a plagued hamstring injury, got surgery. Now she's back at the top. Yeah. See you at I the mean, top. Yeah, I mean, she was I, at the top until she raced anyone good, of course. I originally had on here Duffy because she tore up the freaking field. Gwen Jorgensen handed her multiple world titles, and then she was vanished. Uh, sorry, with Talbot, this is the longest since I'm so sorry. You weren't I'm invited sorry. on the other one. You weren't invited. <laughs> he was serving a penalty for the other one. I'm sorry. Um, Talbot, do you want to do you want to take a, a try at comeback athlete? Or are you gonna? Is oh, gonna I mean, if, if we're talking long course, I would definitely say Ellie. I don't think that there's anyone who. Again, I, I don't yes. want to say anyone. I don't want to say anyone, but this is Lionel's. Oh my god! This is the <laughs> other. Have you ever fully on this he show? Have you ever fully disclosed your bias? And then <laughs> let, me, let me argue again. Hey, are that. you trying to get an end of your bonus hey, or something? Let, you guys, let, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Talbot. You and I were both in quarter lane. I thought 100 percent that was the last time we were going to see him race. Let the biggest Lionel pusher in the world pump you to pump your brakes i can't wait till pat gives lionel coach of the year too <laughs> I, I do worry that listeners of this show don't know what all of our like personal biases are like i'll start i'm married to cat matthews i'm good friends with patrick lang chelsea do you want to go next oh i just want to say talbot is lionel's son Ta- and you're so good got- friends with your good friends with flora duffy pat yeah what, i'm friends what's with your relationship to these people uh, uh, you know, it's tough to say, it's tough to say. Um, it, it's really, it's, I struggle to, I'm, I'm just a massive fan of the sport. Um, look, I, the guy, the guy did an 11 plus, he did an 11 hour full Ironman that day. I'm, I'm, I've just given Lionel a phone call and seeing if, I, I don't know if he's got a manager. I'm looking to be his manager. Um because apparently he doesn't have one. He's, yeah, he's he's is he's uh yeah. You don't don't make that phone call. My name's uh, Tava Cox, and I got my Christmas bonus from Lionel Sanders last week. So, oh man, okay, let, so, so it's me, not let Lionel. Me, let me Can we move on. Past? Wait, tell me, tell yeah. me why. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, th- th- let me just argue. Lionel has. I can't remember the exact percentage. Someone did the other day, but I want to say it was like an eighty-six percent chance to show up to a, a seventy-point-three start list and win. He is unbeatable at 70.3. I mean, I'm not saying that like against Gustav or whatever. Okay. Lionel has not won a Ironman since 2017. It's, it's, he, I don't think, could you say comeback athlete now at the Ironman distance? I don't think you got to win it to, you got to win it all. So I don't know. Look, I think, I think what he's proved, what he's finally proved that he was always missing was Ironman consistency. And I think what he has now is Ironman consistency. So to me, he was never going to win those races because he was going into like great fields, obviously with deep, deep fatigue. But what he proved was a a deep consistency that he just simply didn't have. So uh, again, I might be biased, but I can also be uh, pull away and look at, look at it uh, quite rationally. And I just think like that's, um, 
to earn consistency in a sport that he hadn't mastered that he'd been doing for a long time. I think that that warrants a comeback. Yeah. But then like Patrick Lang finished in this podcast is going to be an hour long. Chelsea, yeah. who is your yeah. comeback athlete? <laughs> uh, yeah, see. I'll pass on that one in the interest of time. Thank you. All right. So Ellie Salthouse takes that one. Ellie Salthouse. Yeah, fair enough. Comeback, comeback race. Fair enough. Yeah, this one's this one's easy. Cat Matthews. Oh, in Tulsa. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. That's a good one. I, mean, I like that. She mine, it. mine is, yeah. Yeah. you guys can tell me if mine counts or not. Matt Hansen, but the 2020 Daytona. Does that count or no? But it's no. like, a, it's not a comeback, is it? It's not a that comeback wasn't... against adversity. It's just a, he can't swim for toffee and he ran himself back in the race. Yeah. Well, I would say anyone who can't swim is in, almost in this category. Hey, no, that's not a comeback. No. That's, that's your Lionel weakness. Sanders. That's Vincent Louis flattened no. by there Tesla was... finishes. Uh, Vince, I, I could see that. I could say that's a. Yeah. I I'm trying to. I was trying to just think of like who's come back from a puncture, you know. And the only thing that I could think of that somebody that was having a great race that got uh, a penalty for doing something that was not their fault was Cat, and then obviously had a fantastic run despite having to sit in the penalty box for five minutes and think about and be frustrated around how annoying this penalty was. So she went, yeah, she went from second to sixth. Sat there. Yeah. And then, you know, so maybe she wins it because there's not a lot of other competition in this category, but I think a win's a win this year, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not uh, if, you guys, <laughs> if you guys aren't going to give it to me, unfortunately, this sounds bad. I think if you got a drafting penalty for drafting, I don't think you deserve this award because it's it's not a comeback. Um, mm-hmm. It's your fault for making an error. So I'll oh, give it to Vincent man. Louis for going the wrong. For- Sorry, Talbot. Do we have to replay the show that you talked about two weeks ago when you made out that it was his fault for going the wrong way? And you're Listen, now going to give him the award. <laughs> I'm going to give him the award because I still believe that whatever to what happened, it was his fault, but then he came back and conquered. So that's why I'm giving him the award because he came, he made a mistake. Maybe he's directed that way. Whatever. We've already had this podcast to go, go listen to it. But then he was able to overcome and come back and get second place. It also and wasn't his fault. Yellow that his face was on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't think we should like, I think the guy had a great race all the way and it was just unfortunate. Jordan Blanco, not, listening to this, send me that $100. Uh, I'll send you my problem, The problem is here, we actually don't have a, we don't really have a, a just worthy winner in a way. Yeah. There hasn't, because yeah. actually the racing's so strong. Like you can't get away with it anymore. Well, you I can put a line, when we post it, I can put a line down the middle and I could put a Tesla and I could put Hang Vincent. On. Or what I about could put a penalty boxing? No, cap. no, we, we got an easy one. What about Sam Long when he punctured? That is what I was going to say. His his he his tire held up slightly. Lionel lane. caught him. He struggled a bit and caught a lane. He got caught. He came back to win it. I had Jackie Herring on here at Clash Daytona just because she passed. I'll give it to Sam Long. Yeah, I I, I will that, give was, it that was that was adversity, which wasn't his own fault, and he came back and he won the race. Sam Long, and, and he was the only one not in that group out of the swim as well. Agreed, agreed. He rode up to All it. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna get that. Are one you to... doing comeback comeback of race? Is it gonna be Lionel Sanders at 
no, no, no. I'm gonna give this. I I could I could give this one to Sam in quarter line. All right. Yep. Guys, I just lost a hundred dollars. Jordan would have given me a hundred dollars for voting Vincent. Okay. <laughs> so then that goes into what are we at then? Upset? Underdog race Underdog. upset. I think yes. we could probably be unanimous with this one. This Taylor Nib at Collins yeah. Cup. Yep. Yeah, Taylor Nib Collins Cup done. Yeah, all right. She was phenomenal. She shit on all the the absolute superstars. She was. And, she and, was and the we're not best keeping athlete. this short. We're keeping it easy because there's no performance that an under people no. people were laughing at her, laughing at her on a road bike. Yeah. And yeah, I know you can debate that she probably had a little bit of assistance. She had a phenomenal race. Honestly, move on. No one has upset yeah. a huge crowd. And at the time, at the time, at that time, <laughs> Teresa Adam and Daniela were ranked in the top three. One and two. Yeah. Yes. Or one and three. Yeah. Whatever. All right. In in the top three of the PTO rankings. So easy. Uh, rivalry. rivalry. Oh my gosh. Oh, here goes a big one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about this because I've seen Talbot's. Okay, Talbot. okay, Lionel fan boys, tell us your guys' best rivalry. Come on, Talbot. Talbot. I just want to say a rivalry <laughs> is is Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. How many times has Dustin no, Poirier? No, 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 no. Just say no, no, no. Just, just say, say it. Just say it. I would say the most talked about and heated rivalry this year in the sport of triathlon, and we even got to watch him go head to head. Is Lionel Versian. So you think the biggest rivalry in triathlon is Lionel Sanders versus this year? Yes. And and I know that there is Lionel has beaten Jan one time in 2017 when Jan broke his back or something. I don't remember. I understand that, but I'm I'm saying this is the biggest rivalry that everyone has talked about. I'm looking at the category different than you guys. So there you go. Rivalry has to be, it has to be recognized by the participants of that rivalry for it to be a rivalry. They have to want to beat each other. They have to bring a different level of emotion to the event for it to be a rivalry. Oh, Lionel Sanders might see that as a rivalry. Jan Fredino does not see Lionel Sanders as a genuine rival. I don't believe it. I'm not hearing it. He wakes up for breakfast, balls him out, def- destroys him, and then goes out for jogs with the kids. I, no way. So who's yours? I, I have two. I, I have I, two. Yeah. I have Ellie Salthouse and Holly Lawrence, which that's eh, a good one. But the best one I think would be Sky Monch and Heather Jackson. That's even better. Yeah, because what? at least they 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 want to beat each other. Honestly, Jan, if Jan goes to a start line and there's Patrick Lang on the line, there's Alistair Brownie on the line, there's Lionel, for, Lionel Sanders, there's Christian Blumenfeld, all those people, he doesn't want to beat Lionel more than he wants to beat the others. Because mainly he knows he'll do it before he gets out of breath. But it, 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 there's no way that they are equals enough to call them rivals. All right, Pat. Daniela and Lucy. That's quite that good. That is a good rivalry. Oh, I think it's so cool that there's rivalries. Oh, I, I wonder how much I can say there. That's felt. Who there's did he tension. say? There's tension. Who did you say? No, that's felt. That that exists. That rivalry yeah, 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 is a real, real thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Who did he say? Daniela and Lucy. 
that's oh, not yeah. that's Chelsea, not like a fake have? thing. They that that is they genuinely want to beat each other uh, really I mean, bad. Uh, yeah. With personal past connections with someone, uh, Ellie and Holly definitely. I they act nice, but there is a true rivalry between them two. Did but you I watch will that agree. swim at the Collins Cup? It was a full-on fist fight for nineteen hundred meters. <laughs> I know, I know. But I will say that you can actually feel the rivalry with Danielle and Lucy. I will go with that one. I like that one. How come I, I can't believe I'm the only one that had that? I, I just forgot about it, but you're right. Okay. Thanks. Coach of the year, Talbot. That's you you love you want to. Oh, uh, wait. We, 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 we didn't say who won. Are we going to say that Danielle and Lucy are winners? I think so. Okay. Chelsea, you're yeah, the deciding sure. vote. I don't know enough about this, but I'll take that. Okay. Coach of the year, I'm going to go with um, this is a hard one. Is I had Olaf because of the Olympic gold medal. Um, I kind of want to ch- change to Dan Lorraine. It's a toss-up. I'll just go with whatever you guys think. But I, I still even think in this category, you can even include the gold medal. If you can freaking coach someone winning a gold medal and then have one of the greatest debut Ironmans in history, I got to give it to Olaf. I think he's mastered it. I just couldn't give a shit about this. Yeah, I just think I, it becomes so toxic. This is how we end up with these crazy, like dominant coaches. You know, if you look back a few years' time, if you had to be objective, you give this Brett Sutton, a person that's name it makes me feel sick saying on our show. I just don't think we should give coaches this sort of power and influence when we have athletes that have. I don't think we're giving coaches. them power. I think that these no, coaches never, invest no, their no, life they, into they, this, though. Oh, oh, for me, it's Mikel. I, oh, fine. I'm going to go with um, Mikel Eden because he's a lovely bloke. He's coached Gus stuff. He coaches the squad. He's a top lad. If we just not hype it too much, because Mikel's yeah. just a great guy. Um, mine was going to be to Mikel and then to honorable mention, I did also want to do uh, Ian O'Brien, um, just given that uh, he had two, two people on the podium at World Championships in St. George. Um, that had very different schedules leading into it, but got them both prepared and to perform on the day uh, at a world championship, which I think is always rare. So those, those were two that, that I thought of. Okay. Kyle, who do you got? I have Dan Lorraine. It's hard not to, isn't it? If you could all be truly objective, like Lucy Charles, Jan Frodeno, who else has he got? Frederick Funk as well, who has been phenomenal this year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, who you got? Yeah, I literally don't know anything about this category. I can't answer intelligently. I mean, Mikal's the only one that has two names. So I'm, I think I'm sorry, I'm, cha- I'm changing. I'm changing to Dan Lorang. If we're going to have to do it. But his athletes would be good regardless of who their coach was, right? Yeah, Frederick nah. Funk, Lucy Charles had huge progress under him. Like Huge yeah. years for them, for sure. I, I think yeah. it's, it's tough not to give this one to Dan if we're being real. If you just, if you put the results on paper and you, you plucked them. I mean, it's hard names. not to, to be it's honest. Pretty, it's really hard not to. However, I do agree. What McCall's been able to do with Lionel Sanders in the last six months is pretty impressive. Next. I'm sitting yeah. by Olaf, but uh, Dan Lorraine won it. Yeah. Field yeah. of the year. I'll kick us off. Uh, I think 70.3 St. George, not world championship, 70.3 St. George, where we saw five guys come off the bike together. Yep. You got to look at men and women field, but yeah. 
I just, I think Talbot, I think if we reflect back on that race, that was, we've seen the most lead changes. That was a, for me, that was really, I'll kind of chalk it up to like a once, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, but I think of the sport of triathlon and long course and how many lead changes we saw, you just don't see that. And I, and I think that that was a, a race that was, um, to even see a sprint in the final K. I mean, I just can't think of a more fun triathlon to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one to me just goes down in the books and it felt like a world championship, even though it wasn't, um, it just, it just had really good energy to it. So. I mean, everyone that was at that race was at 70.3 worlds outside of Lionel Sanders. So that's why I just plus more. So that's why I just can't not give it to 70.3 worlds. So Chelsea, what are your thoughts? Olympics? Olympics. Easy. It, it, it seems like Talbot, would you agree? It just seems like St. George is a, is a great race venue, not only for the racing, but then as well for the spectators. Would you agree? I would agree on that, though, but I will just hint back at that May 70.3 Worlds. I mean, the only person that you're taking out, 70.3 in May versus Worlds, the only person you're taking out is Lionel. And I think that the field was more competitive and stronger at 70.3 Worlds. That's why I'm going to give. Also, the women's field was a lot deeper at the 70.3 Worlds than it was at the May 70.3. So I, I just, yeah. I just got to give it to 70.3 worlds field all around. This is a great year. The one disappointing thing though, at 70.3 worlds is we missed Javier Gomez, Alistair Brownlee and Jan Ferdino. So I'm not in any way taking away from Gustav's win, but that is the literally the podium from 2018 world championship. We're Let's not even it. at the event. 70.3 worlds. Let's do it. We did also miss, um, we know San Haug and we miss Laura Phillip. I, I think exactly. I think Nice seventy point three was will take a lot of beating for many years to come. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't think seventy point three worlds at all will be near as entertaining as last year's. Yep. Two weeks post Kona. I don't see a lot of people making the trip, but yeah. No. Crowd. So we're going to me. Seventy point three worlds. So I, I was going to say the Olympics. <laughs> oh, there was no crowd. Oh, I know that was the joke. That was the oh. joke. There, there was, <laughs> I will say, Chelsea, there was probably more people spectating the Olympic race in person than there are at a majority of 70.3 races because there's that Honestly, many volunteers then. there. <laughs> Honestly, I am in UK then. You know, we were, in a, we were in a period where there was no COVID going on. Really, like we were in a low patch where there were no restrictions. Pubs were packed, roads were full, the rain was falling. There were guys in bikinis on the hillside. What about the Grand Canary race? There was nobody there. There wasn't. Right. I, I was, was just saying it was. It was. It was me and my loud mouth. It was nothing. <laughs> From what I've seen, I thought it was a different league to anything I've seen. So unless you've had some huge crowd stateside, I don't think we've got much of a much of a winner here. Okay. Yeah. Mm. One one thing I do want to give an honorable mention, and this was cool, and the rain ruined it. But and I'm not going to put it on here. But Lionel versus Jan to see that many. Usually, there's a lot. Hold on, no, 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 Mark, wait a second. Usually, there's people at a. Sorry, Talbot. People can't see my face on the podcast. 
it was a look of shock, horror, disgust. Right. Well, I, I just want to argue that because usually there's people spectating a race because their loved ones are there racing. And all these people showed up to watch two people race and they were not racing. So I'm just saying that was pretty cool to see that, like, there was people lining. I mean, there was hundreds and hundreds of people. Not, I didn't say That's thousands. very cool. But That's I thought it was pretty cool, cool that it shows that triathlon is semi-interesting. That's, so that's a really good argument. Really good argument. I take so, my look of horror, shock, and disgust back. Triathlon so we'll, is semi-interesting. True. All right, so who are we giving it to? Chelsea's Pat, great at picking out our slogans for next week. Well, I just needed to give Kyle a title. There we go. Well, so it, it sounded like the... Uh, it sounded like Mark was ready to give it to Tri Battle. I'm not. I still think I'm in UK. I honestly think there were a thousand if not more people in bikinis in the rain in the UK. Then let's give it to Ironman UK. I, I it's the were, only good thing about that race. I don't, I don't think there were any bikinis at Tri-Battle. Seriously, there were there were hundreds and hundreds of people still there. It was ridiculous. Actually, I'm, I am going to officially give my Tri-Battle because there's people lined in the rain on the highway. There's people all at the swim start. That but entire not in grandstand was filled with people and it was pissing rain. So for people to Go travel without without loved ones there, I got to give it to it. I trust you. To, I trust you, mate. If you say that was the one, that's the one. Okay. Pat, Instagram you want to give post. it to UK or try battle? It's up to you. No, we'll go try battle. Try battle. Try battle is okay. good for me. Yep. Okay. Kyle? Bullshit. Yeah. Can I do? Can I start with the Instagram post of the year? What? Yes. Lever running. Oh, <laughs> it's the winner it's absolutely the winner i think it's the winner it has to be it has to be i'm just to let you guys know i'm coming into this race slightly underperformed because i i've had to offload some of my injury but look at this wonderful product i'm using lever running yep uh i just want to mention on here honorable mention the one i did have was the ferdino and sam long battles going out at the collins cup were pretty funny. You got to remember that the the uh, Jan Ferdino, no one knows if he was nude, but pulling the flag over him was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Sam Long, them going throwing life rafts at each other, that was pretty funny. But lever running was lever running, guys. They that's my genius. That uh, the I I called it the I am injured post. I yeah. but I'm gonna go with I just, uh, I just feel like yeah, I just feel like they get the. Uh... I feel like they get the longest yardage out of any of their posting. So anyway, that was I, mine. I, Pat, that's genius, mate. I'm 100% on board for lever running, <laughs> being the kings of triathlon posting. Yeah, this and year. we do expect that they sponsor a few episodes of the pod next year. Now. I quite yeah. want one, by the way. Yeah, so there we go. Um, All right, photo of the year. I just have Talbot. Just Talbot? Because you just take tell. everyone's pictures or what? Just take everyone's photo. I'm, I I still think I'm going to go with the short course photo because I think it's that incredible. I think the Katie Zafir as the 4W post is the freaking photo of the year in triathlon. 100%. I mean, there is no more emotion in that post than any post I've ever seen. The only thing that gives it a close second is Patrick Lang at the Tulsa finish line crying after the loss of his mother um, and winning his first race since the loss of his mother and, and feeling like he's back at the top. Um, but I still just think the photo of the year is Katie Zafira's Florida Duffy Olympics. I completely agree. I like it. it. Yep. The Patrick Lang thing. I'm not sure many people knew the context behind that until you said that. But yeah, yeah. that was a that yeah. was a big day. 
but yes, I completely agree. The Sephiras and Duffy happy for her. Let's yeah. break the rules of long course. Let's go with also that. people. Uh, also, too, I mean, think about all the half the Americans, all well, the college, the collegiate Americans that were so mad that Katie was even going to the Olympics. Yeah, so that was uh, that was a photo of the year for me. Mine was not really a photo, but it was the video of Maurice Clavel running down the finish shoot at Ironman South Africa. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, he, he was loving that shit, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he deserved that win after a But long I agree. Time. I think I think even though this is a long course podcast, I think we have to give it to Katie and Flora Duffy's photo at the Olympics. I, I, and, and Honorable mentioned that I don't know if that was Wagner or who took that photo or Tommy, but... It was Tommy. It was Tommy. Was it, it was Tommy? photo? Yeah, it was Tommy. Oh, he's going to be so sad. We don't know it's him. Oh, I, um, I knew it was him. While, while okay. we work on the next one, I will go find out. Uh, story of the year. I'll lead us off. I think Jeannie Metzler at 70.3 Worlds getting second place after having a semi-tough season. She went to 70.3 Worlds by herself um, because she felt like it was something that she needed to do, battling over some mental toughness things and um, other outside um, Kind of just like outside demons, I guess. Uh, so Jeannie yeah. Met- Metzler, for sure. It was Tommy's photo. It was Tommy's. Congrats no. to Tommy. Congrats, Tommy. Jeannie Metzler. For, this is for story of the year? No, sorry. Yeah. I was just jumping back. I'm, nice. I think the big... You go, I think the biggest story of the year is just PTO. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to look past that. I mean, I I, I just Carl, think Carl's I, going I, with like the emotive story, and I, I see what he means with Jeannie Metzler. But in terms of like what captured us, like the announcements, it was the PTO and the Collins Cup. I mean, how long did we talk about that shit for? Yeah, I just Long time. <laughs> I, I just I think that um, you know the reality is is that they are they are making moves to stay in the sport, and they are putting on events that the athletes want to do that the athletes want to win no but i mean i mean mark when you put up the prize list like the athletes want to do the big prize money races you know yeah Um, they're 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 always going to they're always going to fight against you know there is no this isn't 70.3 worlds this isn't ironman world championships but like on the day you're going to see 40 of the best athletes um in the men and the women's category and then they're going to, they're going to race full gas. So I, I just think that's cool. And they're, and they're, they've got commitments in cities like Edmonton and Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, I think I, it's the story there. I completely agree. Yeah. It's the biggest change to triathlon we've had this year has been the PTA without question. Yeah. Cool. I uh, wasn't here last week sort of the short course. So I still give my story of the year to Katie, uh, the Olympic selection, losing her father and an Olympic medal. I think oh. that there's no better story in triathlon than something like that. So the PTO win it. So PTO win it. P- yeah. Talbot's right. Amazing story, but this is the long course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we give an show. honorable mention to uh, Vespa? They came into triathlon and left just within the same week. <laughs> Are they done? Is the Vespa thing done? It yeah. was a it was a complete uh, scam. No one uh, they never gave a dollar to one person that wore Vespa in their suit. Maybe we could get someone on to talk about that. Maybe we could get someone on to talk about that. I thought that was a crazy thing. 
it, it was not Crowey. Crowey's not involved at Crowey was helping facilitate and he didn't realize it was a scam artist. So I don't want to I mean, say it was a Crowey. Wow. The coming biggest story of the year is, is Pat's initial use of the phrase honorable mention too. And then Kyle and Talbot <laughs> hearing this phrase for the first time ever. As I, I do want to give and one then... honorable, one more honorable mention to myself for taking Pat's honorable mention phase because I have taken it and I am using it as well. There's a full blown adoption that is. That I also happened. want to give an. I also want to give either. another honorable mention to Ariolana, who is a UFC uh, writer and news guy, and I stole his entire oh. list and I copied it for ours. All right, awards guys. Of the year. Edit, guys, edited out. it. You guys, I'm I'm out. okay. Wait, uh, wait. Before we end the show, I, this is very important to me. I got an Oculus VR, and if you're listening, please add me. Or if you have a 13 year old son who's really good at Population One, who can help my team win, please add me at Talbot Cox. All right. I can't I'm wait. Out. I can't wait for the 2022 season to start. I can't wait for the 2022 wrap up show. This was this year has been. Um, you know, what started as me, Kyle and Talbot, uh, then we've added Chelsea and Mark, which has just been has really exploded uh, the show. And we, we would not be as successful unless we had you two on it. Uh, I just want to thank the listeners. I want to thank the, you know, any of the critical feedback that we've gotten along the way. And we're, we're all really pumped uh, to keep covering triathlon. And if you would have told me, Talbot and Kyle, uh, that we were going to have Olympic champions on the show, world champions on the show back in March when we started this thing, I think we would have told you that we were crazy. So, you know, what started as a way to kill time has really turned into a full-blown hobby for all of us. Yeah. And in nine months, we managed to get nearly 250,000 listens and downloads. So we couldn't have done it without you guys. And I would would be careful to say that you added uh, Chelsea and Mark, because I think you've mainly replaced me with Chelsea and Mark. You guys are kind of getting, pushing me out the door. I remember when I first heard you three had a podcast. I was in Tucson, it was in like March. And I was like, you're joking. They get people to listen to them. Well, they didn't. We we have to go save them. So here we are. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Merry yeah, Christmas, guys. Really and, uh, appreciate it. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we will see you next week with an all-new show. And we have tons of lined up for next year. Uh, bringing Sam Renouf on. Uh, tons of other people. So we're, we're excited. See ya. <laughs>